the music as I always do every time I do this. And hey, cue intro. Hey guys, did you do well, this? Cue, did you do like the, the audio exact cue, same well, joke last week? Like same wording and everything. Maybe, when did that? When did I that mean, episode come out? We were just talking about this. We were talking. Yeah, because you know we we've, we've been pretty on top of we our, we've been uh, banking these. Um, so not to, I know, uh, for whatever you know, reason, if you guys, if you guys play Call of Duty, there's a thing called grind. You got to bank the dog tag. So that's, we would apply that mentality to the podcast. Yeah, we were playing Call of Duty and we said, how can we apply to this to the podcast? How we can we take the lessons we've learned from Activision and Treyarch and, um, is that it? Infinity Ward. And how can uh, we apply that to the rest hammer? of our life? Uh, yeah and now i know how to get a gun out of gold and it's just you have to shoot a bunch of people in different ways and um mounted kills long shot kills (laughs) three kills without dying 50 times get it anyway (laughs) guys if you you haven't yeah we've been banking these also if all this game talk is is crazy to you hey that means you haven't been watching us you haven't been watching us twice a week uh, watch us twice a week on Twitch, twitch.tv slash down direction. Take that. Uh, we should, we should, we still have to fight, uh, fucking, uh, throwing fits on Warzone sometime. If you're, hey, Lawrence or Chuck, I know this Chuck is, is like, the one who does this. This is like, we're like an ant speaking to, you know, <laughs> like a does giant. An ant, yeah, does an ant have a, have a problem with a boot? Um, you mean to step on us? What's that from again? Oh, that's yeah. from fucking Avengers 1. Sure. <laughs> that I've been rewatching. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be fun. It would be fun to uh, to, to, to do some Warzone, but uh, I'm not sure if they would uh, get on stream with us. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, maybe eventually. Yeah. Hey, that's why you have to sign up for the Patreon. Did you hear that? That was an Instagram <laughs> notification because you turn your you turn your phone down. How, how do I turn this into a thing Sil- that promotes the mode. podcast? Follow our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> this follow why are we front loading all this? This is the why bad are we stuff. Loading? Guys, guys, this is the stuff at the end, but you're getting at the front. Uh because you know the, the there's a lot of stuff that happened uh this year. I mean, we've been talking about quarantine, we've been doing a lot of reflections, uh, especially for me. Uh you know, the blog turned the blog turned five years old this 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 year, you know, twenty fifteen to two thousand twenty. Uh, and the that podcast is, years, is like yeah. three years old too, right? Uh, 2017, 2018, something what like was, that. I don't what know was the, the um, anniversary ep- like episode we did on the podcast for the blog? Was that like three years old? Yeah, the blog turns three. Damn. So that was two years ago. And yeah. now the podcast so. turns three. We have to do a blog post about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be like this this weird cyclical yeah. like symbiotic relationship. Oh god. But you know so for the and this is also the fiftieth episode oh, of the damn, podcast, that's by right. the way. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Fifty this more and we get syndication. You got hey. If anyone's listening to this, come on. Ear, we would be we would be happy to join the Earwolf uh the podcast network would be happy to join I don't know, Blamo Media. I don't know what the fuck. Whoever who, hey, if you guys want us, you can take us, please. Please we gotta st- we gotta stop doing all this like pathetic. <laughs> like, pro- <laughs> we're just hey, like we're like we're little hey. worms. Give us money. <laughs> this is what we're doing money, at the beginning of every episode since we started our Patreon. That's right. That's right. And hey, by the way, Patreon guys, we love you. <laughs> don't, don't, this is all jest. Yeah. <laughs> it's all jest. Yeah, jest. Exactly. Uh, but speaking of jest, here's the segue. So for the 50th episode, I thought we would talk about something that has been brought up quite a few times on my Instagram DMs. And, you know, I, I get them. I get so many. That's <laughs> that sound we heard. A DM. That's, 
That was a D. That was actually my phone, not Spencer's phone. We were, I just made it uh, made a funny as if it was Spencer's. Well, phone. I mean, you, it's the it's still wor- it was a group chat we're in. I'm I'm just breaking the kayfabe, like fully going behind the curtain. There was a group chat we're both in, so we did both get that notification. There you go. Um, but something. So if you guys follow my Instagram, and I and I pray that you do, uh, I you probably have seen me post a lot of really bad pictures of myself. Not not just like. Not just like my typical like Ethan eating a burger in a really weird way. I'm talking like 2012. I'm like, well, 2012. I was like what 12 years old. That's you were right. you no, were on the uh, the arc that yeah. was saving humanity, right? Yeah, that's right. I yeah. was. Yeah, John John Cusack was like, hey, we need you. <laughs> we need you because I don't know. Was it wasn't Woody Harrelson in that film? I don't remember. Like, was, I like, that movie came out in what like 2010, like 2009. I remember this is this is like a very I guess like middle school way of thinking, but when that movie came out and it was set like a couple of years in the future, I was like, I don't know. I feel like the phones would be see through or something by now. <laughs> like, I think your technology would be a little bit more advanced. And then you look down and whoa, what's this on my phone? I'm I'm seeing through it. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, I, I share a lot of bad pictures of myself and. Uh, one that keeps getting brought up to me is that, like, hey, why do you share these bad pictures? So first off, they said that I'm just being too hard on myself. Like, they, they're wondering why I always do this. Like, is it is it for me trying to get some sympathy points? Is it me trying to, you know, oh, look how far I've come, which I guess it kind of is a thing, too. But there's also the other component of, like, maybe I'm being a little bit insulting to people who actually do dress like old Ethan. Because, again, like I said earlier, like, it's not bad per se um it's just bad because it doesn't feel like the guy i want it to be and if you read the show notes like i you know like i keep saying which and which you should do uh regardless of the podcast episode um well it's you, not show notes it's a it's a it's a blog post I yeah be, yeah it's a full it's a full blog post yeah you're not just getting you're not just getting the show notes not that the show notes aren't great but you're getting the, the getting whole the real, the real deal for the this. whole the whole deal did the whole deal the whole thing that's what the blog is called the whole deal.com <laughs> that's right we should take that url um yeah. but yeah if you read that it's you know it's a very long introspective kind of journey and one that details a little bit of like social anxiety identity anxiety and all that which is kind of what we're going to get into today um and kind of go through because you know the blog turn five podcast three i'm 25 uh i'm 23 yeah so i'm just 43 <laughs> you know uh but yeah you know these people bring up some good points and that's why i wrote a really long essay on it because it's something that and kind of keeps coming up whether it's new people to the blog old people to the blog people on mfa oh yeah and even in the and the uh in the blog post i do say that what kind of got me inspired was a couple of months ago i think early into quarantine someone asked like hey uh, let's all do a style evolution kind of post and uh i kind of got to it late so not many people read it on reddit get it <laughs> um but it, that's why you know, it's called it that. was one of the first times i was able to kind of like look back and kind of explain what it kind of was like um so let's kind of let's kind of get into it so when you look at the blog post um you know i i've clearly had an interest in menser for a lot of my time and if you guys have seen you know the our our streams you'll know that spencer and i both went to christian schools uh but mine had uniform um and so there was a little bit of a period where i I, like i didn't dress up like at all like i was like oh i would i would change out of my suit at church and change into like a hot topic t-shirt or uh as we talked about before a very edgy t-shirt with a gas mask (laughs) on it 
Um, so, <laughs> well, maybe we should. It should have been fuck God, Coney twenty twenty. Coney twenty twenty. Coney twenty twenty, baby. Coney for president. Bringing it back. That's right. <laughs> oh God, that's a new. That's a new iteration um, of the shirt. Is the 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 guy who did uh, Coney twenty twelve? He should run for president. I think. Like third party, switch things up. He he could be on the Coney party. I don't even know what his politics are. <laughs> like, it's like, um probably not good. <laughs> yeah, probably not good. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I've always liked. I just you know, it was always about. Okay, in fashion, it's always about dressing up to be the person you want to be. There's a good, there's a good kind of like fun video. It's not that it's not a great one, but it's like a TED, it's like a fake TED talk where it's like. Uh, Fashion is basically cosplaying as a cool person. Oh yeah, and yeah. some people, you know, yeah, it's we've hey, we've said that, and yeah, we and yeah, exactly. We've talked about how we our, our own style is like cosplaying, you know, Drake's cosplaying, uh, Bryce Lens, the Armory, or whatever. Um, and as a guy who is super nerdy, which if you cannot tell in these pictures, you better tell now. <laughs> uh, but like cosplaying, I mean, I, I, cosplaying was like a thing that I did. I mean, even you know, even Spencer, even if you didn't cosplay, you, you know, for like Halloween, you were Andrew. Gang? No, what's Ryan? his name? Andrew Ryan. Ryan, you know? Uh, well, I mean, it's it wasn't always, like, cosplay, but, like, I don't know, even before I was in, interested in fashion, I was interested in, uh, quote-unquote, dressing up. Yeah. Um, like, maybe we'll get into this more. I mean, when yeah, when I was a kid, I liked, I was, I liked wearing my little toddler suit, um, <laughs> and uh, I liked dressing like a pirate, which is, you know, I, I, it's weird to call it cosplay, because it's... Not strictly, but for the for for this for these purposes, you could call it that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Again, it's always about like finding like you know you want to be this person, you want to dress like this mm-hmm. person, so you kind of just you kind of just do it. And you know, I don't know what exactly it was. You know, I think I detail like maybe it was Barney Stinson, maybe it was Ben Wyatt early on. You can kind of see that and how it's reflected. Like I think very early stuff, it was like black suit, solid color, like dress shirt and like a tie because. That's what high school kids, or at least early college kids, that's what they would wear, right? If they wanted to dress up for like suiting or whatever, and especially with the whole Tumblr era of like, bo- like a uh, classes for men, boys is boys, <laughs> boys are for swag or whatever. Oh man, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, obvi- and of course H and M always had those fucking like fifteen dollar. Uh, uh, shirts, right? So they were pretty easy. Yeah, the hundred oh. percent. Yeah, polyester. Yeah, or non-iron, or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, there's always this thing. Like I, I've, I think I always, you know, I looked at like Tintin uh, comic books. I had seen, you know, James Bond, as we've talked about in our little bonus episodes, uh, for um, for James Bond and our birth and my birthday respectively. But it's like you know, I, I think I had this idea, but like I couldn't find the way to express that effectively and that's kind of like the whole idea of why i think old ethan is bad because you know at first it's just you know lacking the vocabulary and again there's nothing wrong with that but it's kind of like if you have an idea of what you want to be you should kind of take the steps necessary to kind of to make sure that you're presenting yourself as such right like if you wanted to speak more eloquently maybe don't say the word dude all the time and like you know maybe find out yeah that's for you audience we hear you we We, hear you when you talk we all know that you're fucking casual people this is a yeah come on this is a podcast did we even say the name of the podcast in this one i don't even remember if we did (laughs) this is a podcast full of stuffiness yeah that's right that's 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 right I don't know what I was doing there. It's kind of Wait, Alan were you Alden. doing like the Beatles or were you doing like like a Boston Brahmin like accent? I couldn't tell. The Boston Brahmin. I don't know what I don't know what that is. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I'm I'm really good at impressions, okay? Let me just 
I'm just following. Okay, fuck it up, <laughs> we'll take know? your word for yeah. it. Um, but you know, yeah. So it's it's like you know you you should find the tools kind of necessary. But a lot of other people kind of go through this too because you know we're friends with Marco. Marco also has a great Marco, Marco Polo. Uh, the slave guy himself, because he he's Jesus. He's an awful guy. Didn't he? Like... Oh no no! I, I, it's it's just connecting our friend oh, oh, Marco no. with him. <laughs> yeah, Marco did not like lead to the like the capitalization of the Orient <laughs> by the West. Um, well, our friend Marco Marco Polo did do those <laughs> things. Um, but you know, yeah, Marco Pocket Man, as uh, he is affectionately called on MFA and in. Uh, uh, Instagram. He also has a very similar journey to mine, you know, and he kind of went all in on hashtag menswear or like a rugged, uh, not rugged ivy, uh, what's it called? Uh, raw denim, that kind of stuff. I think yeah. a, a lot of people get into that, you like know, like, oh, workwear. yeah, people get into that. You know, Kiyoshi, our uh, friend of the stream, has had some pretty interesting outfits because, you know, he was at the forefront of, uh, or one of the forefronts of hashtag menswear. He had a pretty popular blog back in those days. And you can kind of see it, you know, in like the kind of like, you know, armory wannabe early stuff. But for me, I was, you know, of course, not only am I like kind of younger, I also didn't use the internet as much other than like Tumblr and Tumblr is not a great place for inspiration. Maybe it is if you find the right places. But for me, as the guy who followed like Star Wars fan accounts, anime accounts, Disney accounts, you're not going to get lots of great stuff. So, so, I mean, you you talk about this specifically in the blog, but I kind of want to know more because you said it's like, it's like, oh, I my interest because I would see like anime characters or cosplay character, you know, cosplayers wearing suits. Did they do like a hashtag menswear, or did you just see enough of that? It's like, you know what? Take away the characters, take away the the fandom aspect of it. Just give me the clothes. I mean, that's kind of that is kind of what it is, right? Because you know, again, like I read Tintin, and you know, Tintin's not like a menswear thing, but there's a lot of detail that goes into it, right? Um, and with with like fandom stuff, I don't know, like people. Uh, yeah, they didn't hashtag it menswear, but it's like everyone loves like AU alternate uh, universe kind of stuff <laughs> where they, they, they'll draw like, you know, like, oh, them as high schoolers or them at, at like a prep school. Right? Like if, if, if I'm pretty sure there's like a Star Wars thing where like if, if The Force Awakens was like a high school, you know, it's kind of like stuff like that where, you know, you'd see Kylo Ren. He'd maybe be wearing like a motorcycle suit with like a helmet or something. And you'd be mm-hmm. like with like, you know. General Hux, but he's wearing like a fucking prep school uniform instead of like the you know. So it's like you're making these connections. So as a guy who had no idea what else was out there, uh, you know, other than like maybe like James Bond, uh, yeah. So like you'd see these guys wearing like fucking skinny ties, solid color shirts because okay, first off, oh, I was it like all black, all black suit, like black shirt, red tie. Well, yeah, stuff like that because that's what I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how the fandom people thought that was good, but clearly because that's like everywhere. That's like yeah. a big yeah like, deviant art. And look. I don't know why those places have that such ingrained in their minds. But because I lacked not just the vocabulary, but like you know the other communities to find this kind of stuff, it was that was like that was like my life, you know. And so, as a guy, imagine who, if you were still there. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that's that's not what I think about. You you like you have like fourteen thousand followers. I mean, I guess you probably wouldn't be on Tumblr anymore. Yeah. You, I guess, would have moved over to like Instagram or Twitter. Um, yeah. And hey, if our conversation would be done, what what, what fandom? Is, what fandom? If you weren't into fashion, what fandom uh, would you have been uh, an influencer in? I would think I would I would have started a blog on film composing. Okay, there and, you go. The film score community. That's right, and I'm pretty sure as and Spencer and I are compiling a uh, Imgur album of composer style. 
I mean, Hans Zimmer and Michael Giacchino, they are not the best dressers. I mean, we, we, we looked this up because we were talking about it and we were like, oh, well, yeah, let's like look up photos and then maybe this could be a stream or something down the line. Found out a lot of composers uh, don't dress well. No, no I mean, like, I'm not surprised. And it's not, even, it's not even like, oh, they're like sloppy, but it still looks cool. It's like they don't They try, look. but it's not good. <laughs> right? I mean, again, they're, they're probably dressing exactly the way they want, right? But I think, yeah. you know, to bring it back, it's like I started to kind of develop this interest but like i just i'm a guy who likes to go all in on things you know like oh if i'm gonna get a good loafer i'm gonna buy the aldens right like at, at this point so back then it's like oh if that's what i need you know solid color shirts i'm gonna buy a bunch of solid color shirts and solid color ties with to wear with my black suit because apparently that's what you're supposed to do you know mm. and then you know i kind of got into a little bit of hashtag menswear light not like officially yet i didn't see anything armory didn't even see anything from nick wooster but like you know like hipster style right like guys wearing like gingham shirts with like a solid tie maybe with like you know that that look with like uh blue jeans and boots right like that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. that was kind of you know going into college by the end of like my freshman year that's what i would start doing because you know if if this was all if this whole thing is a case study in not having community and not having enough and not having a honed enough interest I think a lot of it is just me following the leader. You know, like me not even having a voice, just me just looking at something and being, okay, that's what I have to do to look good or to fit in. I'm going to do that kind of thing. Because, because yeah, I yeah. think, that, I mean, that's totally reasonable coming from a um, like beginner, beginner perspective. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And again, I think that no matter how much I post about old Ethan, uh, no offense to anyone who's listening to this, but I feel like uh, it's not going to stop me from dressing like old Ethan. It's <laughs> always with all these things, you're going to have to make the mistakes on your own because you won't recognize them as mistakes until you realize that they are, mm-hmm. you know, because I could probably tell like, you know, if someone were to, you know, I'm pretty sure on the early days of Fedora Lounge, when I started to get into vintage, I'm pretty sure I posted some 1920s light stuff, like me wearing an H&M suit, which is, there's a lot of those in there with like a bow tie <laughs> and maybe like a vintage Fedora, vintage boater, because apparently that's what I thought you could do to make it vintage. You know, I'm pretty sure people gave me like constructive criticism, but I was like, fuck you guys. I'm doing what I want. Right. <laughs> like it's, you know, and it's, I had, I had no other feedback because you know, these people, of course, don't live, you know, near me. And all my friends were not into menswear or into fashion at all. You know, I they, they might have learned some stuff now, like our producer, MJ, don't get on mic. Uh, and, and Scott, don't get on stream. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, of course, they're going to be, you know, positive or they're going to be, um, you know, uh, you know, they're going to affirm what you dress like, even if maybe they're like, why the hell is Ethan wearing a boater when we're going to fucking urban outfitters to hang out in downtown LA or something, um, which happened. I wish I could find that picture. That picture is not mine, but I know it exists. What, what, wait, uh, what was, what was, what were you doing? Uh, like what it was my friend, you? it was my friend Scott's girlfriend's birthday. And uh, I, okay. think, I think I came. So a lot of this stuff I wore to church because I could not wear it, uh, you know, not just to school and i had you know i had enough self-awareness to be like i'm not gonna wear a fucking boater around college campus okay like i'm not that stupid you know uh but yeah i, I think it was after church it was like saturday night so i came from church wearing a quote three piece which is my h&m like windowpane suit which was surprised that h&m had that you know it's a really interesting suit um with like a contrast vest a rep stripe bow tie and then a boater uh, i wore that and there's, there's like a selfie of all of us and there's me in the background wearing that <laughs> It's I bad, always man. I always love those those group shots. I, I'm sure I have uh, plenty of those too. But 
man, what a it's it's always fun to see the contrast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really bad, but it's like it, it's it because I was involved with so many different things. Maybe not involved, like I just had different parts of my life. It made it really hard to hone in on stuff. Like that's uh, that's a big part of this, right? Like I felt like I had to be modern. So I wore like, you know, Forever 21 gingham shirts with like, you know, tiny collars, bow ties or whatever. Then I would wear the 1920s knockoff stuff, you know, Dapper Day type of chic. And then I would get into like true vintage where I learned a lot Mm -hmm. of the stuff about menswear, which was great. Um, But then I had like, you know, three different things that I was into and I can't wear them all at the same time because as a college kid, you still want to fit in. But you go to the vintage event, you want to fit in there. You want to go to Dapper Day, you want to fit in there. You want to go to church and fit in there. So it's like there's a lot of different stuff, which is probably a unique experience compared to some yeah. regular people because other people like, like I know you, you grew up Christian as well, but you didn't have to dress up for church. Right. So no, it wasn't that kind Lutherans, of thing. Lutherans uh, don't dress up. Yeah. See, and then for, for your, for your high school, you didn't have to wear a uniform. Yeah. I had a uniform in middle school, but uh, all throughout high school, I was, I was free to dress on my own. Yeah. See, so, I mean, a lot of other people who have, you know, drastic uh, journeys, they kind of go through either quickly or it's not as diversified as mine because I had so many different things that I couldn't incorporate into like regular I, life. So something I, I don't I don't remember if you touch on in the blog post, yeah. but I remember when we first met, you were already into vintage, uh, like like well pity and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you did at this point you weren't you weren't aware of the armory or but I knew about pity. Or, you knew about pity. Yeah. What kind of what kind of stuff were you? What kind of like pity stuff were you were you into? Oh, def- and yeah. how much did you incorporate that into your style? Because so, you were wearing like yeah. a lot of br- mall brands, where you're like, I'm gonna buy what the guys are pity are wearing, or it's like I'm gonna buy this safe mall stuff and try to approximate. That I mean, that's probably what it is. I mean, so okay, so full story here. Spencer and I met, I think like end of 2014 or maybe like mid 2014. Uh, I'll wait, wait, wait. Uh. 2014 yeah 2014 yeah so yeah at that time i was already heavily into vintage like wearing period like the picture of me and spencer that's in the blog post we're both wearing period accurate clothing but at this time i was friends with my friend raj again great episode you guys can listen to that one it's in the archives somewhere it's like episode 20 something i don't know um but you know this that was like the first menswear friend i had so i was starting to kind of get into like more modern stuff that was more tailoring focused as opposed to like you know abercrombie Mm-hmm. kind of casual like hipster whatever you want to call it um I, I would actually say i wish i stayed in the hipster thing because that is still very cool like girls still like guy wearing <laughs> sleeves rolled up flannel rolled up blue jeans yeah. boots you know or like leather sneakers stuff like that i mean as like we as we talked about it's like there was that there was that big thread in the facebook group you're in that it's like ladies what do you what what can a man wear that drives you wild and they're like shirts with buttons yeah like, so like sleeves rolled up yeah. it's like yeah that that looks still that's i mean it's still you, yeah it's still it's good. it's funny it's funny all these all these like youtube accounts like here's how you dress up to get a girlfriend uh like you don't have to really work that hard yeah you don't have to do what we do we don't yeah in fact, it's like in we're fact, not we, into this we in fact we say that people. you should we're gonna have a we're gonna have an episode or something in the future where we talk about what is exactly attractive to women because the answer is not what we wear <laughs> yeah um if there's if there's two things i know it's exactly what's gonna happen in the future and how <laughs> how, how women respond to what, classic menswear yeah no what's what's the what's the line from co-op uh i if there's two things i know watch uh watch, yeah, watch documentary co-op. now on documentary netflix now. check yeah, it out I don't, I don't remember it um sad jokes explained um yeah. but yeah so i was already kind of kind of into like menswear uh because i was starting to you know 
expand on on Instagram and 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 uh, and uh, and on Tumblr with my friend Raj, who already started. You know, he read like the Esquire books and GQ, you know, style re- recaps of the year. Um, to, so to answer your question, I would definitely use mall brands because I would look up the stuff like, oh, let's say Bespoke Taylor. I don't know who Mr. Raro is. I don't know what Rubenacci is. You know, I mean, I, I mean, now I know who they are, obviously, even more. But it's like. I can't do that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm going to like, but I, I, I took, you know, if you look at the beginning of the blog, 2015, it's already there. Like I was already pretty good at creating vintage outfits, but the modern stuff was starting to take form. So there's like the three styles of business, really <laughs> bad outfit. There's also like pity summer inspired where I'm like the, like the one picture I'm wearing, I'm like, uh, I'm wearing like purple pants and a cream jacket, you know, and that's kind of like a pity <laughs> yeah. outfit, right? You know, or, or technically would be the reverse, like a purple jacket with like white pants and like sockless loafers. And then there's like a conservative one where I'm laying, I'm wearing like gray pants with like a window pane jacket and stuff. So that like, it was all pretty much there. And again, I'm still using like, you know, my background in analyzing film scores and writing them. It's like, okay, if John Williams uses this kind of like, you know, major seventh chord as like the underlying, tonal whatever i'm just speaking out of my ass right now um <laughs> but like if i apply that to like okay so pity apparently everyone here loves wearing loud jackets and white pants and sockless shoes so that's apparently what hashtag men's was all about because yeah. at that time you just broke it down into it's like bare yeah. essentials yeah so like that's what i did and of course uh i would kind of wear that to class you see that you know i'm wearing like you know white linen jackets spread collar shirts and then on weekends i would wear like the really good vintage clothing and you know something that it's kind of proof that old Ethan, I mean, or current Ethan was always there is that when you look at the vintage outfits, like the ideas for what you see today are already like present. Like I'm already mm-hmm. wearing striped shirts, collar bars, fun vintage ties that are not, maybe not some of the old, early ones are bold, but like later on, they're like stripes, they're foolers, you know, they're very minimal prints or whatever with like gray pants or Navy trousers with like a, a brown check jacket. Like those are all things that I do nowadays that are considered classic. And I would recommend that to anyone, but, because I thought that that was too old school, when I went to class, I was like, "Oh no, I gotta make sure that if anyone sees me as vintage, that they're like, whoa, this guy's so modern. He like this guy's a chameleon, bro. Like, so yeah, I would wear like like you know like those kind of like two tone brown wingtip derbies with no socks and all that kind of shit. You know, I'd wear like crazy triple pattern uh, mixing. Um, I would also wear floral shirts. You know." <laughs> Like all, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Oh, those that those very bright floral shirts. Yeah, you know, and of course, I I started the blog to kind of like, okay, well, I have all this kind of quote knowledge, or I have all this stuff to say, and a lot of people ask me different stuff, so maybe I should start writing about it. And it was also kind of therapeutic because, again, I didn't have friends to really talk to outside of like Raj, but Raj was like a different major; he had different roommates, so you know, we don't even if we're like really good friends, we don't hang out all the time. You know, you know, college, college is college, right? So like kind of being able to distill that (laughs) that's right go to college kids but it's also important for me to kind of you know it's like a diary even even back then even you know back then when i tried to make it like influencer chic like oh try this uh wear florals recommendations for spring it was still very like i tried this i did all this and you know back you read it they're still very long articles you know you know so it was kind of like i had found like my calling a little bit but also like there was a point behind my outfits where i thought okay if i wear this and people ask me here's what i would say you know and that was a good i I say it's a good move you know i think that everyone should have an outlet for their fashion because 
that's what takes it out of being so like insular or being in a bubble you know if you don't have any other output you're gonna keep dressing the way you do and that, sometimes that's fine but mm -hmm. you know if you want to if you uh, want to evolve explore. yeah and again yeah. the whole idea maybe maybe not evolve is is the right word because i mean again you could just be like happy with the art where you are but yeah like exploration just like uh the like you know maybe you'll discover something new that you love yeah and you know you might think that okay ethan well if you were you know if you were confident and everything maybe you should just stay there but like i knew i wasn't because i was doing so many different things simultaneously you know like i i mentioned in the blog post like i had a closet full of vintage full of belt mm. backs full of fuller ties but then i also had a bunch of like skinny floral ties h&m jackets zara jackets zara suits and they were both taking up such a big part of my time that it was really like socially anxious and well it induced anxiety for me because i felt like i always had to explain myself about who i was you know if i hung out with like spencer you know we made friends with a couple other young vintage people or even like online with people like florian or damien um you know i would hang out with them and they'd be like okay well if you like vintage why don't you wear this all the time and i'm like well uh, i'm still like in college and they're like well i just like this in college i'm like okay well to be fair, vintage wasn't entirely for me. And then I'd hang out with like, you know, Raj or, or even more like Scott who would be like, Hey, you know, if you're keep buying all this HR stuff, why do you keep buying the vintage stuff? And I'm like, I don't, I, I, I can't answer that right now because I want to be both of these things. And that's yeah. why, you know, I look upon those old Ethan pictures with such disdain because it's like, you know, it's like if you watched, I don't even know what it's like. Maybe if you watch a movie that, can't tell what kind of tone it's trying to be you know i feel like it, it makes for a very uncomfortable experience because you know it's hard to pin down what what it is so so the reason that it's like i guess it makes sense that you would have such a i don't know if strong reaction is the right term for this but the reason that you see such a problem with this and that most people don't uh i mean like it's it, it's it's much more personal for you because one it's it's you yeah but you can see it's like oh i know like you know what i was thinking or like what i was trying to do and i'm just like not getting it yeah and it's it's really tough you know and of course to other people it may seem like i'm, I'm being hard on myself um and to, to, to go back to that thing about what girls like, a lot of girls p prefer older Ethan pictures than, <laughs> than current ones, um, uh, which is unfortunate for my romantic life. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like that thing with like, I don't know, I feel like nowadays, if your style is really effective, you shouldn't have to explain who you are. You know, I, I think that we always caution against, you know, letting the clothes wear you or like, you know, likening it to wearing a fandom t-shirt and saying like look at me mm -hmm. i like star wars this is like you know but there is kind of this there is kind of strength in that where if you have command over your style maybe people won't mention it but people won't have to either like people will just kind of get it and they'll just look at you right like you don't have to call attention to it um, yeah because like you know again we look at like our friends marco or anyone in the discord or anyone that we're you know friends with now i think a lot of these guys kind of just get it and they have such a diverse and a great approach to their personal style that they're fine and some of these guys have been dressing like that for a long time i mean i routinely cite raj raj's style has not exactly changed all that much in five years or even six years um but that command over it is so like yeah i mean so he, he, he looks he's always looked very natural and comfortable in what he's wearing which is that's that's where that's where the difference is yeah and that's that like is, what you want that's what you want to get to yeah exactly you know and 
it comes at the cost of me looking at these old pictures and kind of cringing over them. You know, I can kind of see why people don't want to be negative or want to see me being negative about it because, you know, I get it. They're friends of mine usually um, and they want to hype me up. And as Spencer has talked, you know, before uh, off off mic, but like, you know, they're probably just like, oh, Ethan might just be fishing for compliments, um, which usually is what usually happens when they say that. Yeah, that's and, you yeah. see that a lot on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I look so bad today. Look at me. Uh, feed me. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I it's it's really not that because I know for a fact there's lots of guys out there who are in the similar boat because. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm, you know, obviously I'm not trying to call shade to people who do dress like that, but it's like, if you're able to look at me and be, and go like, Hey, I dress like that. And Ethan's calling it bad. Why is he calling it bad? You know? Hmm. And again, this could, I'm sorry if the word bad triggers people, this is at you all just, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I tend to do those really strong words because I just, I just don't like those things. And I especially don't like how I dressed, you know, back then. And it's still, if yeah. you read the whole blog post, it's a very long journey that it, you know, I, I would say that the real turning point wasn't just creating the blog, but, or even finding the armory. It was literally getting better recognition on, M on MFA, not, not recognition from like clout. I'm talking about like just consistently posting, be like, oh, there's Ethan. And then people can kind of see you where you lead. But more importantly, working at Ascot Chang, getting to work in the industry. That is supremely important, um, I think, for mm -hmm. anyone into menswear. Because I think, Spencer, for you, you know, I think after you got out of Men's Warehouse and got into, like, J.Crew, I think that's when things started to change for you as well. Well, it, I, I was going to say, we both, uh, our style both drastically changed, changed in, like, to 2017. Um, and I was trying to figure out what some of the catalysts were for yeah. that. Is that, that is, is that the year you started working at Ascot, or was that? Uh, 2017 is when I started Okay, um, that, that is also probably when we f started going to more regular menswear events rather than Dapper Day or vintage events. That, I, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Am I correct there? That is yeah, correct. so I mean, I mean, absolutely, going back to your earlier point, I mean, that's, that's definitely a testament to um, what can happen when you kind of like explore things a little bit outside your comfort zone yeah. uh, in terms of fashion, but I mean... I don't know. I wouldn't say that either of us really moved too far out of our comfort zone. We just kind of... It's, you know, I mean, a lot of it's, fashion it's, is we, just... We kind of, like, just hon we honed our interests. Getting honed, better pieces, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, hey, first off, that's a very big thing because there is a difference between yeah. a, a, you know, I I a jacket from J. Crew and then a jacket from mm -hmm. Drake's, you know? I mean, I was going to say, it's like, it's... I did, I did, I do feel like I went through, you know, like... My style evolved from like 2015 to 2017, but the biggest, the, what, what for, what between, like, I, I guess, but like before 2017, the biggest way that my fashion, my style evolved was I just got into, I just got better pieces and I got, like, I had more disposable income. I mean, yeah, I could, I could afford better pieces or older pieces or whatever. I was going to say, I think, you know, something that I outlined in the blog post is that getting a full-time job or at least working more gives you a lot of security, you know, yeah. like, you know, now you can start affording things, as you said, that, that are better honing it in. Yeah. Cause um, before but, everything I bought was like, it had to be like under $50 or yeah. whatever. But I mean, like, not, not just that though, but like working gives you kind of a sense of, of security in, in kind of life. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, like, I mean, it gave me, it gave me like, like an occasion to like dress up. Yes. Yeah. 
But, but my point was that, you know, you know, say before 2017 where I would work, you know, I, I also worked retail at Banana Public and that's also where something like, you know, I was able to kind of hone my style even better. You can see a little bit more like, you know, wearing chinos, odd trousers or even like wearing Ivy. It's starting to form in like 2016 um, and late, mm-hmm. uh, late 2016. Um, but having a job, again, this is super important because now you don't really have to worry about a lot of stuff, especially after like post-college, you know. Because when I was going through all this stuff, I was again torn by so many things. I had to go to I had to go to school. I had like my friends. I had the church stuff. You know, I didn't have time to really think about and you know think about like what I was kind of projecting myself as. But then when you start working, it's like okay, you're taking in the extra component of okay, other people are watching me. I have to look good for my job. I have to look good for clients or customers in the face. I have to look for for coworkers for my bosses, and. You know, hopefully you're making enough money, uh, you know, maybe not full time, but having more money than just being a student lets you kind mm-hmm. of, okay, well, now I don't have to worry about studying as much. I can focus like I once you once you get off your job, uh, you know, go, go home, clock out. You don't really have to think about your job anymore. Right. As opposed to school where after class you've got homework, and you got projects. So freeing up that mental space was probably helpful, too, because now you could, you know. Because that you, it's like it's like you know how Mark Zuckerberg he he makes too many decisions he can't you know pick out what he's wearing every day. You were making too many decisions. You were getting decision fatigue. Then you took out some of the decisions, and the, the, then the blog happened. Yeah, I mean as as much as uh, well, I mean yeah, the blog definitely followed in that. And of course, so working at Sky Cheng, you know, before quarantine, I used to work there full time. Um, like that was you know. I got home from work, you know, I mean, it's, it's late because the commute, as I've heard, I think you've heard before in the podcast is just awful. Um, but like, oh, now what do I, you know, I can write about men's work I can think about stuff. I can, you know, uh, you know, see what else is out there. But also working in this, this is more for me. Um, but now you're kind of, quote, colleagues with a lot of the mm-hmm. people that you look up to. Not saying that Ethan Newton and I are best friends uh, or me and Mark Cho, you know, hey, if you listen to this, hey, we would love to have you. Um but, you know, it's like, okay, there's a, there's a little bit less stuffiness, I guess you would say. Like, now, you know, you're... <laughs> less you're, stuffiness? You know, whoa, that's crazy. But now you're kind of, you know, you're getting into it and you're... You, there's less pressure now. Now that this stuff is kind of more attainable. And that also kind of opens it up to seeing that, oh, there are regular menswear events. Sometimes it, you know... I would I would say that we were lucky to be in LA at that time because that's when the bloke started, you know, that's when Drake yeah. started coming and before that they never did that before, at least in LA. Um so that, that was kind of a lucky time to kind of be there and expand our horizons. Um but, you know, I you know, I I would I would go to these different places and they would be like, "Oh yeah, you work at Ascot Chang." So that it made everything a lot easier, made a lot of new friends and that's also where a great source of inspiration comes from friends who work in the industry or work at least adjacent mm-hmm. to it, you know, because yeah, all those Drake's guys who are now at J Muser or whatever, like they were like, Hey Ethan, yeah, you're that, you're the, you're the Ascot Chang photographer guy. I'm like, yeah. And then we got to hang out in New York and I'm like, you know, looking at these guys and looking how they approach things. And I'm pretty sure, you know, when I first started talking to Matt or Chase, I didn't dress nearly as well. And then now uh, I'm, I'm better at it. I think they are still some of the best dressed people I know. But it's it's a lot closer, and especially in terms of how I express myself, you know. Um, and if you're listening to this, you know, obviously it's hard right now, quarantine and everything. There's not a lot of menswear um, 
events happening especially for us we haven't had one in a long time and i don't know when we're gonna have yeah. one again because r.i.p the bloke is gone that means a lot of other menswear you know people trunk shows aren't really gonna happen anymore here um but you know it's it's you're gonna have to try i guess you know like you know find find communities because yeah i mean now luckily we have you know we have friends that we've uh, made yeah. around here so we can we can hang out and look at clothes and talk about clothes without the pretense of a fashion event but it would be nice if there was an, if there is I, I like the pretense you know yeah. the pretense yeah, yeah, is yeah. nice sometimes yeah and i mean you kind of you know it kind of just forces a lot of you know online interactions i mean mfa is still very routinely helpful to me just because again it expands my horizons on a daily basis people post lookbooks and editorials from a variety of different stuff it's not always drake's not always the armory it's not always you know or even stofa or whatever it's it's a lot of different stuff streetwear or even avant-garde stuff or or just like kind of minimal japanese inspired stuff um that kind of really opened my eyes as well and also you know sometimes users on the what are you wearing today are not the nicest but sometimes you just gotta take <laughs> it with a grain of salt you know i'm reminded of um one of my first well, not, maybe not the first, but like one of the few features I got, um, and I guess I can talk about this for a little bit. Um, for the Gentleman's Gazette, uh, he did ask me what I felt like, wh- what it was like, you know, being a, I don't know, how old was I, twenty year old, twenty one year old at the time, like what it was like I for don't me remember. Uh, to like, or maybe even before that, I don't even know. Um, I could be, I could be younger, but what it was like for me to be that young and dressed the way I do and take criticism, and that was a time when I first joined MFA. You know, this is like. 2016 late 2016 so right before the blog started to kind of take off a little bit more might have be 2015 i don't know um but like i was unhappy i was very you know i would kind of got kind of sad but that was the first time i ever got real criticism because before that um after i started collecting vintage uh Spencer knows this, you know, the Fedora Lounge, like, loved me. Hmm. <laughs> like, it was, like, they were like, yeah. hey, look, there's Ethan. I mean, it wasn't, like, love. There was a lot of great vintage dressers, but because I was one of the few guys who knew how to take a good picture on a camera mm-hmm. and was, you know, kind of slightly photogenic, I... Well, I mean, I think the, I think the other, it's, you were, you were a young guy. Like, that was, that was how we initially became friends, and that was the kind of novelty, is we were, <laughs> yeah. like, the only young people who yeah. were into this shit. Exactly. And I think that's what kind of got to my head, too, when, like, you're around all these people who are kind of affirming you, and there's nothing wrong, this, you know, you should get affirmations and, you mm. know, and feel included, but... If it's not who you want to be, it makes it yeah. puts even pressure on you to be like, okay, well, if I do anything else, people will not like it, which has also happened to me even now where people are like, hey, I, I saw your post on Dapper Day like, you know, from like five years ago. How come you don't dress like Dapper Day anymore? Or people found me like linked on like the Fedora Lounge or even from the fucking Gentleman's Gazette video or, you know, stuff like that where they're, they're still like, oh, hey, what happened to all those like Fedora pictures? I'm like, well, hmm. To be honest, dude, I, that really wasn't me. I mean, I still like wearing fedoras. I, I commissioned a hat. I should get it this week or, well, <laughs> at, at recording time, not press time. Um, hopefully, <laughs> by the time this comes out, you'll see me wearing it. But, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's been, it was really tough, you know. And yeah. it is my hope that people kind of, kind of learn from it. And if, uh, if this episode could go hand in hand with the Button Harmony one, it's that I, I believe wholeheartedly that you should be cognizant as as many of, of as many details as possible. So you know exactly what you want, because, you know, if back then, like I, I knew that I had to wear like a spear point collar. 
right? Like I like you know, there's a couple of pictures back then where I'm wearing like my dad's like '90s shirts with like a collar pin, or whatever, or even H&M shirts with a collar pin, and mm-hmm. you know, and wearing those like very short ties with like low-rise pants, and it's like at the time, I I I thought I looked okay, but I was like. I feel like even though I knew I'm like, there's something off about this. I don't know what it is. And then I remember getting my first pair of high-waisted pants. And I even put this in Fedora Lounge. I'm like, hey, guys, just got my first pair of 40s pants. Um, So do I wear them as high as they go? Huh. Or is it supposed to be spaced between, like, the crotch and your and your crotch? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. It just feels really like, you know, like, oh, like, to get the pants to, like, fit where I normally wear them, there's, like, a lot of like harem pants there's this drop crotch and also like the trousers are, would be to uh, uh would be the right length but if i wear them as high as they go then the trousers would be too short and they're like two things uh wear them at wear them as high as they go you know don't pull don't hike them and get your get, get yourself a wedgie but wear them where they feel right like comfortable comfortable yeah. Uh, you're not supposed to have any excess room like dropping below your crotch you know and, like harem pants but also if your pants are too short you should take them to a tailor and get them lengthened. I'm like, oh, didn't know I had to do that. Because back then, <laughs> I think if you look at one of the pictures from Dapper Day, where I am wearing a vintage two-piece, uh, like a pinstripe jacket and vest, but I'm wearing it with low-rise H&M pants. Like, those wool pants from H&M, I literally rolled them up. Like, you can mm. see it in there. Because I had no idea that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I, had, I thought yeah. that if you had to do, like, get cuffed, like, perfect trousers, you had to get them custom made. I had no idea you could <laughs> take them to a tailor and just get it shortened. And yeah. that was eye-opening, you know? I think I think it was pretty eye Like, my early thing was, like, when I found out that you can, like, let out a jacket and stuff like that. I'm like, wait a minute, what? You can make <laughs> things bigger? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's there. Yeah, it's definitely there, you know? And that's... I think that being a younger guy um, with a limited budget, it's like you learn to like tailor as much as you can. You know, and that's also one big thing of the blog where I would do a lot of weird tailoring experiments. Wasted a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. that a used lot. to be a regular feature. Yeah. Feature. Regular feature. I used to waste a lot of my Banana Republic money like changing thrifting <laughs> because as soon as I learned about thrifting, I was like, oh, I can do whatever I want instead of just buy what was good. You know, but uh, but also like being cognizant of how much you could change i think was also very formative you know like being able to okay i could buy these pants i know i have to take in the waist here taking the seat here taking the thigh here or let out this or whatever so i've always been kind of just naturally acclimated to details you know i think that's something that again could probably be my musical background of like analyzing film scores and everything (laughs) but that was kind of a big deal and it's probably why uh you know you know that feeling you get when you wear an outfit or wear a pair of pants. Maybe it's vintage. Maybe it's even modern. But it doesn't fit the rate, the way you want. And you're like, fuck, I got to take this to the tailor. But I don't know what to tell them. Or even just the, just mm. the uncomfortability. Imagine that, but about your whole outfit and about your vibe. That is the uncomfortable It's like feeling. just something's wrong. Yeah. And that, again, is the overall feeling of, of when, I, you know, when I look at these old pictures. And it's like, you know... Maybe I could be more cognizant about what my thought process is with these old pictures because sometimes I just share them and I go LOL or something like. <laughs> but I mean, it's again. That's what this. That's what this episode. That's what the blog post is for. That's yeah. That's you what, know, every time someone's like, "Hey, why are you being so down on yourself, pal?" You could be like, "Read this." Yeah, exactly. Finally, right? Because yeah. again, like, it's it's my hope that you look at it and be like, "Oh man, like that's 
that's unfortunate because Ethan uh, was just missing the mark. You know, it's not the thing we talked about before with fishing for compliments or just, you know, being too hard. But it's like, mm. you know, maybe I just assume people will read into it as much as I do. But again, they're not me. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's so it seemed it, it, how much how long did it take you to figure out the, the right level of formality uh, for everything? Because I think one thing that is always attracted like i've always been attracted to clothing yeah i think primarily for the kind of like fantasy elements not really fantasy but um i don't know i'm a person that's always been fascinated by history and you know like different cultures just how like the different ways that people do things and so i would i would express that kind of like fantasy like i would be reading about you know the dust bowl and that's why i got into like 30s work where it's like look yeah. at the you know this is such a fascinating time i would find look these at me vintage evoke pieces. that yeah yeah um and i mean that happened a lot with like you know it's like i want to evoke the vibes of like mid-century america so obviously the way to do that is wear a suit um and i mean i'm still i'm still like interested in a lot of the same stuff like a lot of the you know um I'm st- I still I'm still interested like pr- I think you know for 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 a year the year and a half I was like I don't know if I'm that into vintage anymore I think I'm going to start buying most of, most of my stuff modern but then I'm like no I still do like vintage just like a different kind and I'm going at it with a different attitude and I think that's the biggest thing for me Put your best face before forward. Well no before you could you you look at my old Instagram yeah. like I would I would wear I would wear like these very bold vintage like tweed suits all the time because oh i was God, into vintage right. yeah. like i liked dressing up because i thought this is like this is the most clear way to present myself in the way that i want to yeah or whatever this is like the image that i want uh-huh. um and i know it took me a long time to like kind of be like no i could i could do this and not have to wear a suit or even just because like, i mean yeah i mean again i looked at your old we I've been friends with you a long time. You know, yeah. even even when you're casual, you would wear like leather jacket or like short jackets with like sports shirts. Mm-hmm. And now it's just kind of a variation on that, but just with different, no, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like it's it's whatever. even like I'm going back and like t- taking out some of the stuff that I bought in high school and like you know wore in these true vintage ways and being like, okay, well, how can I do this? You know, I, how can I do this? And do you make do it you look cringe cool? at your old pictures? Kinda. I mean, it's like we've talked about it a lot. It's like hard to criticize "quote unquote" true vintage outfits because a lot of the times they're like fine and competent, but you know, it's like just not what we'd wear. But I mean, there's there's definitely stuff in here that I'm like, ah, what was I thinking? <laughs> I think it's like mostly like I don't know. I regret being the suit guy in high school. I, mean, I, I kind of regret that a little bit. I mean, yeah, it was hard. F- God, that's that's so. I didn't wear as I didn't. I wanted. I didn't wear a suit like every day, but I would find like every opportunity. Like if and there was remember, a theme high, day, high where school it's... kids are gonna latch onto that. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wish you know. I I really wonder what life would have been like if I just got into like classic menswear and kind of done things like through, um, like our like our friends who are just into classic menswear, like our friend Nick. Mm-hmm you know, in New York and stuff like that, or even, like, you know, Max at the Armory, they they yeah. never went through, like, an awkward, or at least not openly to me, like, they never went through, like, a vintage phase. They kind of just, like, okay, I want to wear, like, the really best stuff that I can and, you know... And yeah, because, I mean, even if you look at the quote-unquote, like, awkward faces, or faces, phases of, like, 
like uh, Alex, uh, like Alex Winchell or Chase or something like that. Oh, they're, they're still like they're so good. They're so like good. solid. Yeah, they're good. They're 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 just like dressing like preppy. It's just different, but it's not. It doesn't. It's not like the ugly duckling thing that we have. Yeah, yeah. We're, maybe we're to struggling. maybe. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, speculate. But I, you know, to them it could be an ugly duckling thing, and then we're. Uh, you know, we're doing the same thing that people do I, to you when you share your yeah, own outfits. Yeah, and I think you know maybe a big part of it is because mine is so drastic. I think that's kind mm-hmm. of one reason why it latches on to me. And you know, to your point about the um, vintage outfits, I mean, my again, I say that my vintage outfits were fucking solid. Some of those like like the green jacket with like the brown like yeah. the green jacket with brown I think, pants. I don't know. Maybe maybe the issue is I'm looking like too far back on Instagram, like before we met and when i was still like rotating like the same like six pieces around yeah like... because i mean yeah again for me it was like you know when i wear like those navy suits with the white spear point like those look fine like those look i mean yeah. i would wear that today it's just more like oh i don't want i don't want to wear yeah. pagoda shoulders which is a little bit different it... as bad execution which is more apparent on when i tried to do modern outfits yeah um, like I mean, it's like I'm 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 looking at my stuff and the stuff that is I mean the aspects of my style that have stayed the same. Yeah. I mean I've always been into like kind of rustic workwear, not rustic, like more uh, just work workwear stuff. Yeah. Um, hard wearing clothing, quote unquote. Uh, I've I guess I've always liked texture. <laughs> like I like textured jackets and textured shirts and stuff like that. But I mean. Really, like the biggest, the 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 big change and the thing that I think really connects, like that I guess really started this like era of like how Spencer dresses is in like at some point in 2016, 2017, I got way into like more muted kind of like desaturated colors, yeah. less bold stuff, and I mean that's continued since then. I'm looking at a bunch of photos since like. 2017 and even then it's not something i would wear but 2017 is when i started looking at my true vintage outfits 2016 2017 and being like this is solid i mean um yeah but I the, but I, yeah. I i think my my regret is still i not that i wasn't being myself because i was i i really liked my outfits yeah, you um, did. but i think there was always something in the back of my mind that i'm like I look weird. Like, I look weird compared to everyone else. And I'm sure, you know, I kind of still do. But I stand out less now um, than I it, did. It and just, I think I was standing out in, like, a bad way. It could just be a cooler thing. You know, maybe when you get to, like, your, your early 20s or mid-20s, it's like, you kind of just do what you want to do, you know? As opposed yeah. to, like, early in high school where you really do want to fit in more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Well, like, I was I was doing a pretty shitty job of fitting in, trusting like this. I think... I don't know. I wanted hey, man, to... I think right in, I wanted... You. I wanted to stand out. I wanted to be. Well, I wanted people to see me and be like, "Wow, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing because he's standing out." See, I, I, you know, to go back to your formality thing, I don't think I ever wanted to be like that. I think my thing was more so I want to normalize the idea of menswear. Mm. I think that, that's always been a thing because, you know, even though yeah, I did dress dandy, like I never like acted that way i never you know i i still was the same whole like i'm just a regular dude i'm just gonna go to college with my backpack i'm gonna get boba you know i wish i had more pictures of me eating with my friends but i didn't you know i, I, had, I had an android first off android sucks um for, you know but yeah my idea was just always to kind of just be kind of just slouchy in a sense but i i, I thought that i can't sell that so I have to mm-hmm. look and take like the influencer picture of me buttoning up my jacket or whatever because yeah. that is what works for people. It's kind of you know it's marketing or whatever advertising, but I knew that like my whole thing was I wanted to kind of fade into the background despite my clothing. I know that's a weird cognitive dissonance kind of thing, 
but that is always what I kind of do. Because even now at events, I actually think that I don't talk to as much people as I as I normally should because I like to kind of just sit there and take it in and then take pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a thing for me. I mean, again, I'm not the most outgoing guy. I always consider myself an introvert despite how many events I go to because I do like documenting and writing about these things. It's a little bit of a personal thing for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think even when you, when you look at my vintage menswear, it looks or it already looks a lot you know much more subdued and it's not just because that was what uh, was available to me at the time but i mean because back then i I, i'm still i'm like you know i'm like like a 38 there's a lot of vintage that still fits me um and there's a lot of vintage still available for me but i intentionally went with like brown jackets blue suits gray pants because that's what i like and i still like you know it was just weird that my modern stuff is just so much bolder for some random reason Mm -hmm. you know and again, that, that's a big thing about the kind of cognitive dissonance and anxiety is that like my vintage is more accurate to what I want to wear, but the but the shoulders and stuff is not right. And then the modern ones are more available and more accepted, but they're only available bold and people aren't going to like it if it's if it doesn't look too old or whatever. So it's like really it's really weird, you know, but, you know, if we're talking about like creating a fantasy, like my fantasy was like, I just want to be like just a regular dude who happens to be wearing like full cut pants or whatever. And I feel mm-hmm. like I have. <laughs> I've accomplished that, you know, after, after, you know, getting to 2017, getting to work in the industry, getting to, you know, the blog takes off. I write about way more stuff. Now I I cover events. It's like, yeah, I am working really hard at normalizing this idea of, of menswear, you know? And I think, and of course it comes with, you know, just being, getting older. Like, I think that the way we take picture, if anything, the way we pose and take a picture has gotten yeah. way easier and way more natural. That's yeah. That, I mean, that's like that's the real big difference, and maybe that's why it's so hard to judge these old blog posts or whatever. Because um, we were tryhards and we were trying to be tryhards. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's yeah. That's I mean, again, that's like the real issue with old Spencer is not that I wasn't like being true to myself necessarily, but I was just like a tryhard and like a little bit of a dork, which isn't like a horrible crime, but yeah, like, still like are. you know, yeah, exactly. But um, I, I I like to think I'm less of a tryhard now. I definitely don't. I, I I you know we say this a lot, but I I think I'm better now. It just um. Well, yeah, wearing my clothes instead of uh, letting my clothes wear me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I mean, being a tryhard could be its own thing. could be its own article Mm. or its own blog post. No, sorry, podcast. God, all three different variations. Um, But, you know, it's it's like it's a very early thing where you want to stand out or even if you don't want to, you still will because it's so drastic than, you know, us wearing fucking plaid shorts and and graphic yeah. t-shirts so it's always going to be you know that kind of place um and in terms of the the pictures i think that we, we were just not used to being documented or even sharing mm-hmm. i mean you know i think that kids today are have a way better instagram accounts and they probably made them way early, like two weeks ago compared to like us <laughs> who have had it since maybe even when it first started but are you know our smiles are really big for some reason and not like in an endearing way. They're just kind of weird. You know, we're like, there's a good picture of Spencer that we're going to include. I'm going to put a little album that you can scroll through on, on, um, and the uh, blog post at the end, because the blog post is about me. Um, but <laughs> you know, there's, there's some pictures of Spencer. Like he's like walk, like fake walking, even if the outfit is technically okay. You know, it's just, that's not how we take pictures because you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to sell, you know, we're, we're trying 
too hard to be influencers because that's what we thought we had to be. Even if we didn't want to be influencers, as I've routinely said, mm. we thought that that's what social media had to be for, you know, menswear or whatever, or what our digital presence or even just what a picture had to look like. You know, even yeah. even now, my mom, whenever she takes a picture, she always, like, makes sure her smile is right. And she doesn't just take the fucking picture. You know, I love her. Uh, but, you know, for me nowadays, you know, if, you, if you've been fortunate enough to have a picture taken by me, I say that with the most, the utmost humility. Um, but, you know, whenever, like, I take a picture for a friend, I just go, like, I take it. And I'm like, good, we got it. You know, it's... I think that that's really important to kind of be comfortable in your skin. And if you feel like you can't do that, then maybe kind of think about why that is. You know, it could just be the, you know, everyone, it, it's, it's, it's hard to get used to be uh, getting a picture taken of you. But I know for me that once I got better at, you know, my style, I took less pictures because I got what I wanted out of the picture quickly as opposed to taking a bunch and then, mm-hmm. and then fucking like not being able to decide. Like I have... If it's not clear, I've had a lot of anxiety, a lot of like decision anxiety, um, and someone uh, should tell Mark Zuckerberg. That's right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. you gotta get an algorithm for me to pick out my clothing and my photography. So, <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, it's just when when things get comfortable and things get right, you'll find that you know everything else just gets easier. I think that's why the blog got better. I was able to be around people that I liked. Yeah. You know, Spencer and I... And that's why we're starting our new foundation, itgetsbetter.com. <laughs> we're, we're trademarking it. We're starting from our, this. From our... It is about clothes, and it's about nothing else. Yeah. It's about no other topics. It's, uh, it's, it's just a about part of the, uh, the, the cud.biz umbrella corporation. Is what, is what <laughs> that is. That's it. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, I hope you guys, I hope this kind of answers and clarifies why I share a lot of these bad pictures of of old Mm -hmm. Ethan. And again, if you want a more in-depth kind of personal reflection, read the blog post. Um, Because, yeah, it's it's not just about, oh, this outfit was like bad, but it's also like, you know, who who that person was and what that guy was going through. And I'm not a big fan of, of that of that kind of guy. He's also a virgin, yeah. so I mean, fuck, fuck that guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, no one did. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. You hear that, guys? All your answers are fixed when you have sex with a woman. Yeah. TM, Ethan. Actually, we- don't. Please. <laughs> I, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> but, oh, God. Yeah. It's uh, It's been a weird you know, journey. Again, only pod- podcasting after, what, three, three years, but only doing it yeah. regularly, like the past two years or so. And we, we've had a lot of transformations, a lot of great stuff. But, you know, yeah. honestly, I, th- I mean, I think the other thing is like, I, I don't know if we've talked about this yeah. on the podcast before, but um, I don't know. I think one of the reasons I'm in I'm into clothes and, you know, a maximalist uh, is it just kind of I have a collector's mentality. Mm-hmm. And so I liked uh, weird, unique, like one of a kind things. And I think back then, that's why I would buy, like, you know, the FDR tie, which I still think is cool. I'm probably going to get that thing, like, I don't know, framed or something. Yeah, that's a good one. But that's why I would buy a lot of, like, weird novelty stuff that maybe didn't necessarily fit in with everything else. Just because I'm like, oh, this is very, this is, like, this is cool. This is, like, unique. I... And now and now I do that more with, like, little knickknacks or whatever. Or, you know, I I, 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 I can get the, the cool, unique, th- well, I still get cool, unique clothes. But it's, again, just different. Yeah. And the more dandy I, stuff. I do wonder, because again, you know, I think we're, you know, we're both nerds. We have a lot of like, you know, even if you weren't a super fandom person, you still have some fandom stuff, you know. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Well, I'm talking like, about like Fallout Pitbull. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was talking about. I feel like yeah. I you know I, I'm curious to see if other menswear guys have had like at least the guys that we look up to have had that same mentality because I feel like because I mean a lot of people a lot of people come in uh, to menswear through like music, but where's the where's the cosplay guys? Come on. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that that's you know you don't really have a lot of. Well, let me just say it like as we talked about in like the lifestyle article, uh, lifestyle blog uh, podcast. God, I can't believe I keep fucking <laughs> that up. But it's like a lot of people who are into menswear are still cool guys, you know. And mm-hmm. I think I'm, I definitely was. I mean, as you can literally clearly see, detailed. I was not a cool guy, you know. I have, you know, and to speak to Spencer's mentality, um, the collector's mentality. Look, I literally still collect the Star Wars Legos and the Star Wars. Um, black series action figures and i think that's also what maybe not the unique things and the bold stuff but more so why i'm like okay if i'm into this i have to go all in onto it i gotta get every Mm. single variation you know oh if i'm into the whole h&m look uh for like you know dressing like i'm going to prom every day like i'm gonna get all the shirts in the different colors to wear with my black suit you know oh i'm gonna get some vintage menswear i'm gonna get a whole bunch of 30s jackets and that's a little bit better but you know it's still you know if you're not necessarily into vintage that much it's a bad investment to buy things you're not gonna wear you know or oh hey i'm at zara and they've got like different jackets i gotta buy every single one like you know so i think that's one reason why i went so ham into those things and why i also as you know to speak to our our conversation with all this on stream why for a while it was kind of hard for me to let go of that because i felt like i had invested a little bit too much you know we, we make fun of him a little bit for for being attached to his clothing and being resistant maybe not maybe resistant resi- resistant isn't the right word but you know, being hesitant on upgrading but i can definitely see it like i was there too until i was like mm. you know what if I want to dress like the person I want to be, I know that I want soft shoulders. I know that my, yeah. and there's a Uniqlo jacket that I wore like with like a spread the tie that I, I still own the, the, that, that, that tie still a great tie. Um, but like I noticed it has soft shoulders, you know, it, it's still maybe a little bit too short in the body. The lapels are skinny, but like the fit was spot on. It like, felt so good. I'm like, okay, that's what I want. And I'm not going to be able to get it. If I keep buying vintage or I keep buying, you know, Zara H&M, I'm going to have to find jackets that are soft like that. So, again, being cognizant of the details kind of helped me hone in there, you know. And if, you know, if, yeah. if you guys are listening to this and you find that you're in kind of one of these older eras, um, you know, if you associate yourself with a certain era of Ethan and you're fine being there, that's okay. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, you you should dress however the way you want to. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you like, you know, bold, full vintage looks, it's like, you know, you you could still absolutely make it work. I still follow uh, a bunch of vintage people on Instagram from, you know, years ago that, that do that and they look cool. Lots of Japanese uh, but it's just, guys. It's just not, it's, yeah. I don't know, it just didn't fit for me. It doesn't, in retrospect, it's just not for me. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that this is, um, I, I would actually be curious to see if any other vintage menswear guys would come, go down the similar path because yeah. uh, I know a friend, um, Dominic, uh, he is uh, he. I'm not gonna tell you where he is now, but um, he was into vintage menswear, and then now I see him wearing fucking '70s stuff, which is fucking crazy. Cause like his hair is kind of long now. He wears like you know like political T-shirts with like M65s, and it's kind of fun to see him go from wearing three-piece vintage suits, you know, and then going to that, which kind of parallels kind of our journey a little bit, you know, kind of mm-hmm. getting dressed down, a little bit of ivy, a little bit of you know leftist chic in there. Um, so I'd be curious to see if this is a, a similar journey to any of you guys out there for vintage. But again, yeah. like Spencer said, if you like it, 
there's nothing wrong with it. Again, fashion is totally fine. I think that, you know, I didn't have to go through this journey. You know, I think I would have been mm-hmm. just as a happy 25-year-old if I still was wearing H&M stuff because I've met plenty of other guys who just wear H&M uh, outfits yeah. that are totally okay. I mean, I will tell them that and, slave labor I mean, you know, and, if... uh, and bad materials is bad. But wearing a skinny lapel suit, skinny fit suit with like a solid shirt and a solid tie, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong but if you feel at some point like there's something off about it like spencer and i did i would implore you guys to you know maybe think about that why why is that Mm -hmm. and and the way you help mitigate that or help find out what that is is to expand your horizons go look at other communities like i did maybe work retail so you're around other people you know if you like menswear maybe try and find a job you know selling you know even at the mall this is more for students you know maybe not if you're (laughs) an adult person who has a career but or, or you know Find such a, a source of inspiration because when you look at it, I'm like, okay, that that guy looks cool. Why does that look cool, and why does the thing I'm wearing not give me that same vibe? And if you find what that is, then you have a better idea of how your journey is going to change or what the next step in your evolution is. You know, and I think that's something you should embrace. And uh, and if you're like me with a bunch of anxiety and the, the decision fatigue, um, well, maybe not fatigue. It's just anxiety. But it's just you know, <laughs> if you find if you're like that drilling down on what exactly you can change and what should be different and what makes you happy is supremely important. And I say that because supreme. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes with a lot of stuff too that we talked about off mic, you know, like dating or, or with jobs, you know, it helps you when you narrow stuff down, it helps you find out how to present yourself better for those things. Honestly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening to this episode again. Uh, and thank you for being a listener if you've been here for all 50 episodes. I can't believe you were here for that first one. That first one was awful. I had I had, <laughs> I had someone actually message me saying, hey, start listening to the episode, to your podcast. I'm really slogging through the old ones. I'm like, bro, just start with like the Gooch Brothers. And yeah, it's like you can skip them. You can skip them. Yeah, go ahead. Um, we should make. We should put that in the like podcast description. Yeah, skip skip these. <laughs> skip these ones. Um, but you know, again, thank you guys for joining us. You know, the blog five year, well, five and a half years now. We're in we're in fucking September. Uh, you know, and the blog. Wake me up when it ends, man. Yeah, is that is that Green Day? That is Green Day. Okay. I was about to say Weezer, but I'm like, that's not right. That's not. That's wrong. I'm a, that's, I'm a fake alt. Day. I'm a fake alt boy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, so thank you to our Sadcast fanatics, our big old patron donors, so we can keep... B.O.P.s, as we call them. That's right. Uh, Seth Pearson, Austin Malott, Eric Hall, and Shane Curry. Uh, yeah, some of them said... Uh, well, not, I'm not going to say some of them. Some people on our Discord said we should try <laughs> do, to do streaming, you know, like full-time. Because uh, we do streams like twice a week. That's uh, true. And yeah, people, so Wednesday and Saturday. Wednesday and um, we're probably not going to move to full-time streaming. Because uh, 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 no one watches us play games. People just want to watch us talk. Yeah, that's that's um, hard to do. That is, <laughs> it's, it's like people just say, it's like, oh, you should become a streamer. They make lots of money. It's not that simple. Yeah, exactly. Um, and So anyone who thought that we were going to be gamers, guess again... Uh, we are, we are gamers. We do play, but we just don't. Uh, I don't think people are gonna pay to watch that. Maybe I mean maybe I don't know. I don't know. We also don't really make it a focus because I feel like uh, to to make it really good, you would literally just just game. 
like we wouldn't talk about anything else yeah. and, you know the chat would talk yeah. about other stuff while, while you game but we don't do that um, we talk about menswear. but that's not the, 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 yeah exactly not, we talk about menswear about. while i play video games that's right um, and until i get uh, we until i get a full pc uh we yeah, won't be able to we, see me fucking wreck it ralph ralph oh, that's right um but we do that we do that twice a week wednesday and saturday that's right um great stuff join us for that join 8, uh, 8 p.m to 10 p.m pacific standard time which i know many people are not available for yeah <laughs> but we do it anyway and we highlight it on youtube we do it anyway we highlight it on YouTube. Uh, that's it's gonna be on youtube that's which right. uh, we need what like 2015 25 25 get... more to get youtube.com slash channel slash style direction not a huge deal, but it would be nice. So that is the you, one reason why uh, I have not. Subscribed not to yeah, I have not included it uh, in the show notes because, or in the description of the episode, because it is just too long. To uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you could do like a bit.ly, but that doesn't always look good. Yeah, I feel like people would think that we're just spammers or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, thank you to our patrons. Uh, even if you're not a Sadcast fanatic, or just our regular sad heads, we thank you guys a lot. Thank you for contributing to sad sad head saturday it's that head oh that's that's a thing that's a thing now it's not a thing now but it will be a thing when you're listening that's right and hopefully you guys get to submit that to us every saturday um submit your fits this is totally not us trying to capitalize and trying to be throwing fits uh it's totally not that what are you guys (laughs) talking about that's totally different um but yeah lots of cool stuff happening um you know we got some cool stuff planned for the rest of the uh for the rest of the year um and uh you know for next year we'll see where the podcast takes us i mean after That's after right. 50 episodes you know i think there's been a lot of improvement anything can happen as, hey anything goes uh, as my friend anything uh, goes. kate capshaw would say that's her name right kate capshaw sure yeah right yeah from from uh are you, yeah from uh temple, temple of doom, doom? Yeah. tod uh that's yeah that sounds like her okay, name cool it sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. But again, thank, again, this has really been really important for us to be able to, to kind of share this journey, especially for me, because, you know, a lot of people ask and it's a very sad. Now you story. answer. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, but, you know, hey, if you guys are going and you're struggling through the same things, you know, we're always we're always around. Uh, I think Spencer said that he doesn't answer his DMs very often. It's well, then but it's. Uh, that I forget That's to. That's right. It's not there that I'm like, it's, it's not that I am ignoring you. It's that I just forget <laughs> to do it. But I think, you know, that's you know why we're here and that's why we have a discord community um and even if you're not a patron to be part of it you know again our dms are around and uh we wish you guys the best on your menswear journey and remember at the end of the day don't listen to us if it makes you happy you, you, you fucking do it i mean as long as you're happier than the cringy ethan smiling really hard and pretending to button his jacket if you're happier than that guy then i feel i feel like you've made it <laughs> you know so you made it baby. that's right we'll see you guys in the next one. Oh, well yeah also thanks to mj and, and matt for uh, producing the podcast oh yeah and, uh, don't get on mic thank you guys don't get on mic don't never never got on mic yeah, and i don't um, want you to yeah okay. okay well we will see you in the next one two weeks baby two weeks two weeks bye-bye is there what? is there a patron episode coming up oh that's right there is uh oh man to- see not yet <laughs> uh, in- not yet one more thing enjoy <laughs> the uh patreon episode of uh the untouchables that's uh, that's that's a fun one that's crazy <laughs> crazy yep. crazy movie especially for me because uh, i grew up with gangster squad and my mom grew up with uh the untouchables so fun stuff we'll, all we'll right see you in, we'll, we'll, that comes out uh, after this but then we'll see you properly in two weeks bye bye
，拜拜。